Welcome to the Sports Finder Podcast. Let's get ready to rumble! Sports Finder community, we're back with our regular segment where we speak to great people from the world of sport. And today, it's no different. I have Mr. Larry Long Jr. Mr. Larry, how, how are you, sir? Hey, what's going on, Ahmad? Happy to be here. Thank you so much. It's an honor and a privilege. Uh, it's my privilege, sir. How do I go with that? Larry Long Jr. What do you reckon? Yes, sir. LL Cool J. Larry Long Jr. in the house. Love it, my man. Love it. Um, Larry, uh, let's get straight into it. Who was Larry as a young man at school? Take me back to young Larry. Not much has changed, Ahmad. I can tell you, I've always been loud. Uh, I've always been happy and positive. And uh, I've always been very social. So as a young youngster, I uh, seem to get myself in trouble by talking too much, and uh, it's amazing because now I get paid to talk, being in sales and sales leadership, it's like, wow, I can turn this uh, quote-unquote negative into a positive, so just just happy-go-lucky, I've really been fortunate, been blessed as a young kid, just uh, loving life, and as a a young adult, uh, (laughs) I'm still a kid at heart and still loving life. (laughs) Awesome. Um, Larry, take me through your your years. I mean, growing up, uh, you, you've got a, a bit of a history background. Um, take us through that. I, I don't want to spoil it. I, I, I want you to tell the story. It's been quite the journey, Ahmad. So yeah. my uh, father and my mother worked for Department of Veterans Affairs, serving our veterans. So we moved around a lot. I was born in Baltimore, Maryland, and we moved to Grand Island, Nebraska, the land of tornadoes, Danville, Illinois, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, the home of home of University of Alabama, uh, up to Coatesville, Pennsylvania, where they put me in speech classes uh, because I talked too Southern. They wow. said, how old are you, little Larry? I said, I'm four. They said, four what? I said, I'm four years old. <laughs> they said, oh, heck to the nine. You can't talk like that up here. But Coatesville, Pennsylvania, went to elementary school. Rip Hamilton, who played for UConn, got that national championship played for Detroit Pistons. He was in my class. Uh, and then for middle school, we moved to Maryland. My, my father got a job in D.C., moved to Maryland, uh, middle school, high school in Maryland, played baseball at the University of Maryland, go Terps. Uh, wow. My father ran track for the Terps. My sister, who's 10 years younger than me, ran track for the Terps. I was the black sheep, literally and figuratively, of the family playing baseball. They're like, baseball, you got to run track. I said, nah, I'm, I'm gonna run. Uh, I'm gonna run on the baseball field. Nice, nice. And how and how was the uh, baseball journey? It, it was awesome. Uh, I absolutely love baseball, and was privileged to be a four-year starter. Uh, Maryland was in the ACC at the time, playing against your Florida State, your Clemson's, uh, just top-notch. Georgia Tech, top-notch competition, and I had a good college career. Unfortunately. Uh, that didn't equate to taking it to the next level and playing pro ball. But I learned so much. I uh, met so many good people and 
I've been able to take those lessons learned and transition them to the business world. And uh, I started off my career at Accenture doing IT consulting, and uh, I missed baseball. Uh, after that, I opened up an indoor baseball and softball academy, teaching youngsters the fundamentals of baseball and softball, but even more importantly, the fundamentals of life. And uh, fundamentals is capital F-U-N, because you've got to have fun. Uh, I don't know if you know much about me, Ahmad, but I like to have fun, and uh, I believe that if you're doing anything in life, if you're not having fun, uh, it's time to find something else. So uh, I've really been privileged to be able to sow into youngsters and, and help them, not just with their goals on the baseball diamond, but more importantly, their goals in life. And I'm dating myself now, but I've now got former students that are uh, connecting with me on LinkedIn and they're saying, hey, Coach Larry, I still remember head down, eye on the ball, hard line drives, and that just makes me feel so good. Nice, nice. Um, what did you study? Yeah, business marketing. It's crazy because when I first went to college, I wanted to be a journalism major. Wow. I wanted to be on Sports Center, Stuart Scott style. But that journalism 101, we had a writer from the Washington Post come into our class. And what he shared with us is, if you do not like writing, you're in the wrong place. And I said, uh-oh, I like to talk. I'm not a huge fan of writing. So I said, oh, let me take a U-turn and take my behind over to the, the business school and uh, go into marketing. Wow. Uh, quite, quite a journey. And now, where are, you, where are you currently at now? Yeah, I'm a director of collegiate sales at Teamwork. And I like to say teamwork makes the dream work. Uh, but we're, a, we're, we're a communication, collaboration, a software platform designed for elite athletic teams. Uh, and on the college side, athletic departments. Our, our whole goal is to empower and engage elite athletes through just, just uh, more streamlined communication, uh, accessing digital files on their cell phone, uh, being able to fill out forms travel itineraries, really keeping everything off the pitch, off the field, off the court, uh, in one place, and, and just making it a seamless process uh, to help out the team and really help build that communication and that culture uh, with the team. And we've been blessed. We work with over 3,000 teams and really help them uh, along the lines of communication and collaboration. That's insane. 3,000 teams. Wow. And how... Like, how do their workflows differ? I mean, I know this is a pretty um, intimate question, if, I, if I'm going to say that. Like, um, now that you say 3,000, I mean, what's the difference between the elite teams and the second-tier teams? Like, what's is there much of a difference in the way they operate? Like, why are they elite? Why are they second-tier? Do, 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 you, do you sort of see these trends and patterns? after dealing with, with, with so many? We, we definitely do. And it's amazing that those teams that generally have success on the field, on the court, on the pitch, generally also have their stuff together behind the scenes. That organization, that coordination. Uh, I mean, I'll be honest with you, communication is dysfunctional. Uh, anytime you have more than three people, it can be dysfunctional. But those organizations, those teams, those departments that take pride in and work on, it, it's a, it takes work, it, and it's a choice. Those that work on their communication,
communication, collaboration, their culture, uh, and really their care, uh, and not just saying that they care, but showing that they care, uh, it's just amazing to see that correlation. Whereas those teams that haven't traditionally had success, and I'm not going to say any names, but uh, it's no mystery that behind the scenes, it's about as messy as it is on the field. <laughs> so uh, wow. I would say that it's definitely a correlation between those teams that have their stuff together, are coordinated, are working in conjunction with each other and in sync with each other where the right hand knows what the left foot is doing and vice versa. They, they generally take care of business on the field in the, the matter of wins and losses and specifically wins. Yeah, in order to advance and move forward, you you have to have your house in order. Um, how have you seen the uh, communication side or aspect of the the different college systems advance? Obviously, you guys brought in brought in tech, software, innovation, and changed the way things things are done. How have you seen that change across the board? What do you see it going towards? You know, and how 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 impactful or instrumental are you guys to the industry really developing and moving forward? Great question. We're we're changing the game, and in terms of advances, uh, we're seeing more and more folks that are open to using technology. Really, over I've been with the company coming up two years, but I've heard stories where in the past, paper and leveraging email, me, WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, you name it, carrier pigeon, smoke signal to communicate uh, was accepted. And uh, what, what we say is, when has good enough ever been good enough, coach? Is it okay for your student athlete to be good enough? Uh, coach, during break, I'm, I'm going to be okay. I'm not going to strive for excellence. That's never been okay. So why would you accept mediocrity when it comes to your communication and to have it all over the place when there's an option? Uh, the example I like to use is, can you imagine going back, uh, leaving your, your smartphone at the door and going back to a not-so-smartphone, a BlackBerry, uh, a phone, a flip phone where you have no access to the Internet? Uh, if that's my only option, I'll take it. But I know that there's an option that I can drive a more efficient and just a better process. So what we've seen is really the evolution as technology. And I guess some people say software is eating the world. Everywhere you go, there's software. For us, if you go to the gas station, uh, if you want to order a sandwich at some gas stations, you've got to go to the kiosk and you've got to punch in your order. When you go to the bank, now they're trying to shy away from you speaking to a person. And it's like, hey, go to the ATM and do everything you need to do or just do it from your phone. So as that really takes over more and more of our society, we're seeing a greater openness from uh, athletics uh, as, as a whole. There's always those, uh, those, those innovators, those people that are on the bleeding edge of technology, and we've gotten them. Now we're turning to those late adopters, those laggers that are like, no, they're going kicking and screaming. But when they can actually see the value of it, they're like, wow, I didn't realize I was missing out on this for so many years. Absolutely. I mean, um, yeah, makes makes a lot of sense, especially in the world that we're currently living in. It's so it's so advanced, it's so technological, it's just insane, really. Um, you've been through a bit of a journey. 
uh, I'm sure you would have faced times that were tough, times that you, you were tired, times that you were seeing challenge after challenge, and times where you think to yourself, why am I doing this? How did you get over these times? What pushed you through? What got you to the, to, to the other end? Yeah, that's a great question. My journey, my professional journey, was similar to my personal journey where I moved eight different times. I've, I've had ten different stops in my professional career, and you're absolutely correct. Uh, I just did my journey line uh, to present to my new team members three weeks ago, and uh, there's definitely been some highs, a lot of highs, but there's also been some lows. Uh, those challenges uh, throughout my professional career with the failing of my business, uh, with jobs that didn't work out uh, the way that I had expected, uh, you take a you, you take a dink to the armor, but uh, the way that at least for me that I get through is staying focused on what's important to me. For me, that's my faith number one. It's my family number two, and then number three, I would say is having fun. So I've had I've had jobs where I wasn't having fun, and I had to make a choice, a tough choice. Wow, I'm, I'm making pretty good money, but this isn't God's plan for me. I've got to make a change. Uh, and really, it comes from within. I, I've, I've been I've been lucky and blessed at surrounding myself with just a great network of, of friends and professional colleagues, mentors, uh, my family, uh, whether it's my mom, my father when he was living, my sister, my wife, uh, my kids, just great supporters that wish me the best and support me through anything. And uh, that's really helped me to make it through those tough, turbulent times. It's funny you mentioned, not funny, but... It's interesting you mention this, Ahmad, because right now, as a, a world, we're all going through some turbulent times. How do we press forward? How do we continue to drive on and stay positive in the face of adversity? I believe it comes from within, in addition to the network, in addition to your supporters, in addition to us uh, really helping each other out through these times. I think we can make it through anything. I'm, I'm living proof that uh, you can make it through anything. I've, I've been through it all. Absolutely, man. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's all, to me, it's all mindset. You, you get the mindset right, I mean, the sky's the limit. Because we've seen so many stories. People have started in garages, backyards, you know, you name it. And they made it to the top, man. They've come out fine and alive. As long as your health is there the rest can can definitely happen you just got to be willing to really dig dig deep like really deep um awesome uh what's your advice to those looking to to come through this same journey like right now you're a director of sales at teamworks a growing uh, sports tech company flying at at at, at the moment um uh, you guys are, are pretty involved in the space. You got, I don't know, what is it, 12, 14, 15 reps underneath you every day that that basically, you know, answer to you. You have to guide them, nurture and make sure, you know, everyone's in the, in the right shape of mind, so on, so on. So you've got a bit of a responsibility. You're, you're in a position where you're, you're, you're really helping people build and mold their, their, their own lives. What's, what's your advice to those that are looking to sort of come through a similar journey or want to succeed or want to be great at what, at, at what they do? Yeah, that's great. 
I would say, number one, you have to have a growth mindset. So you talked about mindset. If you have a fixed, closed-off mindset, you're going to struggle. Chances are you're going to struggle. There's some people that are able to get by, but if you're not open to learning, and in today's world, there's so much free content that's out there. Whatever you're looking to do, you can go onto YouTube, type it in, or Google, and find the answer to almost any question that you have. Along those same lines, you've got to ask the questions and the questions to help propel you to where you want to get to. That ties into relationships. Uh, I had a sales trainer tell me, Larry, the difference between contacts, people you know, and contracts, people you do business with, is the letter R. And that R stands for relationships, true, genuine relationships. Wow. And what he put it down on and said is, it's not what you know. And it's not even who you know. It's who knows you and who trusts you and who believes in you. So those relationships. I would also say that you got to be a, a go-giver. I think young Jeezy says go-getter. But I'm going to say be a go-giver. Uh, it's not about me, 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 me. It's about other people. So if you truly care and you're truly genuine and authentic, people can they can smell that from a mile away. Just like vice versa, they can smell BS from a mile away. And then the last one, I believe you've got to stay positive and you've got to have fun. I said it before and I'll say it again. If you're not having fun with what you're doing, you don't enjoy learning, growing, uh, the people you're doing it with, it's time to take a U-turn and find something else. you got to pivot sometimes in life. Uh, but just constantly learning, that will generally lead you in the path that you need to be at. Love it. Love it. Very, 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 very wise words. What does the future look like for, for you guys? Where are you guys heading? Yeah, it's a bright future. I mean, we, we see technology as being a major player as the environment changes. Now, no one knows what that new normal is going to look like. But one thing that I do know is that technology is going to be leaned on more heavily and it's going to have to be uh, than, than in the past. We already saw the trend trending upwards. Now we're going to see it drastically trending upwards because you're going to have to use technology. You're going to have to be innovative to solve the problems and operate uh, successfully. So we're super excited. We've got a big smile on our face because we have the opportunity to help people and uh, when you help people and you add true value to, to true problems that they have, it, it's uh, success is, is just, you help others to be successful, it's just that snowball effect. It's a win-win-win where it helps you and you're able to continue to help others. So we're, we're super excited. Uh, we're looking forward to what that future holds. Wow. Very, very, very nice. It's all about giving, give, 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 and provide value. That's, um, that's, that's really what it comes down to. Larry, you've been amazing, my man. Uh, tons of insight, fun, you know, some character. We've had a good time. <laughs> uh, before we, we let you go, sir, where can people find you online or even just get in touch with you? Oh, man, I appreciate it, Ahmad. Absolutely privilege to join you and hopefully uh, share some nuggets with your, your listeners. Uh, 
best way to connect with me is on LinkedIn. Uh, Larry Long Jr. You can't miss me. I think I got a big old smile on my profile <laughs> pic, and uh, it's pretty tough to miss uh, this mug. I've been told I've got the face for radio, so be on the lookout for me. <laughs> There you go, ladies and gentlemen. He's summed it up well himself. I, I I can't beat that. So from the team at Sports Finder and our amazing guest, Mr. Larry Long Jr., once again, thank you very much for joining me on the Sports Finder podcast. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Sports Finder podcast. We'll catch you on our next episode. Y'all ready for this?